It's time for Cats Talk Wednesday. Small town and big city joined forces. Vinny Hardy of Lynch, Kentucky, and Terry Brown of Louisville, Kentucky, team up to give you free-flowing, laid-back sports talk. Focus on Kentucky Wildcats, as well as pertinent information in the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. Ooh, Wednesday again, TV. And, and we got a few things to hit, man, on this episode of Cats Talk Wednesday. We got we got a... We need to talk about why we dressed the way we are first of all, because it's, it's it's round two of the duel. It feels like it, it feels like colors. It feels like colors, <laughs> colors, colors. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. But ice you know, tea, ice tea. Yeah, as, as we were talking about before we got started, man, we went whole eight years where our teams not meeting in the playoffs, reminiscing about those nineties. Mm-hmm. And yay, verily, they playing again. In the same round, same round, right? Yeah, division round. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. We got it. What y'all beat Dallas, then beat Green Bay last year, right? After that, is that how it went? Yeah, I guess that happened. Or job I can't remember. Mm. I thought it was Green Bay and then Dallas. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay, then Dallas, and then played the uh, Rams. But here we go, man. And it's and y'all started last weekend. You were. You was kind of fussing because y'all was the first game of the playoffs because, you know, Niners and Seahawks on that Saturday at 4.30. And now it's going to be the last game of the weekend, Sunday yeah. at 6.30. So that kind of lets you know how everybody's feeling about It's the primetime. Yeah. We, we talked about this uh, last year because I think it was a primetime game last year. I mean, it's Dallas and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. When you look around the rest of the NFC, Giants, cute. Eagles, cute. But, you know, uh, even at the AFC, you know, Bills and Bengals, cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chiefs and Jaguars. <laughs> let's just start with the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. First off, congrats to your – I'm going to be a little complimentary. Congrats to uh, uh, your Cowboys for getting Tom Brady out of here. He should have gone been a family man. Got to go. But as you and I talked about, I think we texted, uh, there were only two games that were kind of laughers this weekend. Everybody else was close. Yeah. Yeah. But the Cowboys and 49ers handled their business because we know what we're doing. We've combined for 10 Super Bowls wins and I think six or seven more appearances if I did the math on that. So we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. When it comes to this kind of stuff, um, on the NFC side, uh, okay, can we stop hyping up Kirk Cousins? <laughs> he finally reverted back to him, his but, old self. But that's you know that's what the Vikings have done all year: close games against bad teams, mm-hmm. a ridiculously negative uh, point differential. Yeah. And, with fourth and eight or whatever it was, he threw a three-yard pass. <laughs> so they were down thirty-three to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> they came back and won, but they were down thirty-three to Jeff Saturday and the Colts. <laughs> so okay, I mean, yeah, he got the guarantee. Minnesota, they are what they are. I mean, but yeah. that play was your Kirk Cousins play. Fourth and eight, I'm throwing it three. Oh, unbelievable. 
And you just know, Jefferson over there been balling all. Just throw it up. Just yes. throw it up. Yeah. At least give a dude a you know. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Welp." <laughs> Again, I, that's why I was not too worried about uh, Minnesota. Yeah. In the NFC playoffs, um, Cowboys went there and won forty to three. You know, that's, so yeah. was, you wouldn't worry about it. Right after they. Cough that game up at Green Bay. They go to Minneapolis, and everybody's like, "Oh, oh, this might be a losing streak." Oh, and and Dak is Dak was throwing interceptions, and and he needed to fix that. And he, I mean, he he was struggling. He he threw two when we were there, and then they go and hang forty on that Minnesota team. So that they was frauds all year, man. Unserious. Oh, it was and- it here's the thing too when it comes to sports franchises, owners change, coaches, players, but some franchises they are franchises they are what they are. Minnesota, the Vikings are what they are. Yeah, they lost. They lost four Super Bowls, not in a row, but they've lost. They went to four and lost four. You had uh, what was it? He was a legend, Alan Page, but he, he ran the wrong way on a touchdown. I think against your 49ers. So. Yeah. That's, and that's the, you know, the 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 ninety eighteen fifteen and one, uh, you know, uh, just another franchise that is what it is, the San Diego Superchargers. Superchargers. Like I wasn't really paying that much attention uh, to that one. I saw San Diego was up, and I was like, oh. Sunshine had four interceptions, five <laughs> interceptions, whatever. Well, okay, you have to win that game. Mm-hmm. There's it, and I think when it comes to sports, we look at the comeback aspect of it. But in a situation like that, it takes a lot of things that you do to give that away. Mm-hmm. I always point to Kentucky's thirty-point comeback, thirty-one point comeback. At LSU, if LSU just held on to the ball and just not taking a shot, they win that game. But they started doing crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. That always aids a comeback. Bills, Oilers, same thing. Yeah, you know, and you start doing stupid stuff, and it's like, yeah, uh, because the Oilers and the Bills, you run that run and shoot. Where you boom, boom, you do a three, a quick three and out, a minute has come off the clock. That so, <laughs> yay for Jacksonville. Love to see Kentucky's Josh Allen Josh have a little Allen, bit of shine. Luke Fortner, yeah. they got several guys down there. Yeah, yeah. So, so good for them. I thought it would go the other way, though. I mean, what San Diego gets up twenty-seven nothing. I thought it would be the opposite because you know, San Diego's. Traveling across the country, the time change, going from yeah. West Coast to East Coast. I thought because everybody viewed them as even, both teams, you know, first year quarterback, quarterbacks making the playoffs for the first time. I thought Jacksonville might get up on them just, be, and then it was the complete opposite. And again, we got to talk about kickers too because we, we got to get to our kicker here eventually. But homeboy for San Diego missed a, a reasonable kick. That if that's you know you mentioned a bunch of teams had a bunch of things yeah. have to go wrong by the team that's winning. If he hits that field goal, it's, it makes it thirty three to twenty or whatever. 
It's that, different. They might not get all the way back, but he left the door open, and then you lose 31-30. But everybody's talking about your homeboy's brother, Bosa. The, the bad Bosa. The bad Bosa. He's Bosa throwing his helmet down. He's getting all the, you, uh, you know, he, the kicker's like, nobody's even talking about me missing my kick. Right. Right. It, and, and that's what I mean. So many things have to go wrong yeah. to give a big lead like that. Oh, so wait a minute. Y'all got y'all got Joey and they got Nick. Or y'all got Nick and they got which Bosa y'all got? We got Nick. And so Joey's the bad. Okay. Y'all yeah, got we you. got the good Bosa. Okay. All right. 18 and a half sacks this year. Now, now I gotta, we, gotta give credit where credit's due on that. I didn't know he I didn't know he led the league. A- yeah, so we go we we uh, we gonna we gonna do the matchup. We get we get into the big game. Uh, yeah. I'll just say this about the Bengals. Good for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Baltimore, you should have done pay Lamar when you had the chance. Yeah, but yes. the if you the Bengals, you got to be like wow, because there's a lot of places that could have gone differently. I'm not. You know, Dobbins was talking that talk. I think he's right. If you if they have Lamar, I think they do win. Yeah. And what Harbaugh was, you know, won a Super Bowl and all this and that. Sorry, it was against those 49ers. It was. But for Dobbins not to get any touches in the red zone when you got a backup quarterback, I, that's a legit beef to me. If I'm legit. him, I'm yeah. I'm hot about that too. And why am I here? Yeah. Right. Like, like that. That's one of those things. It reminds me of that uh, clip of Eric Red when he's with the Tampa Bay Bucks talking about yard takes the next step. That's one I can do that. You know, <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta do something like that. Uh, but good for Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow now has more playoff wins in Bengals history than anybody with four. Defending AFC champ Joe Burrow four. Four playoff wins. It's got more than Boomer. I guess it is, ain't it? Four <laughs> playoff wins. Joe Montana's got four Super Bowl wins. Hey, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, poverty franchise. But good. They're turning around. They're turning around. Good for them. Uh, I don't know what to make of Buffalo versus Miami. Skylar Thompson, that sounds made up. That sounds like the bad guy in a, you know, in a, a, a Friday Night Lights thing. We got the other team's got Skylar Thompson. Like that just, it sounded made up. Yeah. Uh, but if you're Buffalo, you can't feel great about that. No. Josh Allen was just like, here you go. Yeah. Like being wild, reckless with the ball, man. Because Miami was ready to pack it up. It was, what, 17 nothing, And yeah. Oh, we, all right. Season's over. Been nice. We get a we get a playoff bonus check. And now we're about to go on <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Next thing you know, they had the lead. And they in the game <laughs> to the to the to the very end. And it just I'm like, that dude was he threw 40 passes, completed like 15 for hundred something yards. Like <laughs> you should have blown them out. That was that was my thing with uh Buffalo. But brand new week. We'll see how it goes. Um did we cover all the games? Oh, uh, we did the Giants, Vikings. We did. Uh, I think we did. We I did. think we did. So, uh, but your your boys look good. Might want to get that kicker. Man. Might want to might want to work with that. Them, them points are gonna come a little bit more difficult mm. in Levi's. Yeah, that's 
five in a row because he because they play like garbage against Washington, and he missed the extra point on the only touchdown that game, and then it carries over. And like, what are we, what are we doing? You know, the whole team play like trash, and you honestly, I was like, this this ain't the way you want to head into the playoffs, even if it is against the eight and nine Tampa Bay. Right. We saw what happened to New Orleans when they went to Seattle and, and Marshawn right. stiff on the whole team. It sucks that you have to go play a sucky division winner, but that's the, them's the rules. They won a division, so you got to go. They're trash, but they still got Tom Brady. So I'm like, huh? And outside of Diggs, our corner spot ain't been solid either. They tried Kelvin Joseph. They tried this guy. They tried that guy. So I was – I had reason to be a little concerned before going into it, and they played great. You know, sure it's eight and nine team, but hey, you beat them. That's you got to play them. You got to beat them, and you, and they did it comfortably. That was yeah. that was the thing is that's what you want to do when the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, you know, offense, defense. You know, Pollard was running the ball. The, the defense was getting pressure and. The special teams was the only thing that, like you said, got to get right. Should have been twenty-eight nothing, and it's twenty-four to nothing. What? What is going on? And when you're going into this game against a much better team, you you need you know, like the I think Troy said, it's a good thing that these are extra points and wasn't missed field goals against Tampa Bay. So that was, yeah, there was a positive. He's right. only cost you four when it could have been 12 points that we were right, absolutely. throwing away. So they said they're going to stick with him. I would have brought in Mike Vanderjack and Moore Anderson and <laughs> anybody off the street I could find just to give him some competition this week. But uh, maybe he'll have it together. Maybe he got his knob lock out of his system and, and he's good to go going to San Fran. But I feel good about everything but him come Sunday. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Uh, uh, Purdy was a little jittery at first, first couple series, not quite sharp. But then it's like, well, just get it to your weapons. So, uh, yeah, it was close for a half. What Seattle played, they hung in for. A- it, it was it was seventeen sixteen at the half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, with these 49ers is they're gonna beat you up for sixty minutes. Yeah, and so. You know, if you've been trying to tackle McCaffrey, mm-hmm. trying to tackle Debo, yeah. you know, trying to tackle Elijah Mitchell in the run game. And there was, I don't know if you saw it, the NFL Live folks did a whole big thing on the 49ers. It's its formations. It's what Scangarello was trying to do at Kentucky, but it's difficult to do <laughs> at college kids. But, you know, they just showed all these plays, same players. McCaffrey's out wide. Debo's in the backfield. Jusick is tight. And uh, uh, Kittle is wide on the other side. The play happens, come back. Now it's McCaffrey in the backfield. Debo on the outside. Ayuk on the out. Like, that, that's the thing is you have to stay disciplined. And that uh, Brian Baldinger, yeah. I think, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, did a breakdown of the shifts and the movement that the 49ers do. And he counted, they shift, they move, they do. 
I want to say it was like 33 different defensive, you know, signals have to get made hmm. to keep the defense on the same page. And the 49ers are banking on someone on a breakdown somewhere, somewhere hmm. somebody's not where they're supposed to be. And when you've got non-running backs that can run the ball, yeah. You know, you put Debo out there in space. He had a big play in last year's playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to be a good game. I, I I don't think it's going to be another, you know, three-score win or whatever like that. I just feel confident because – and the defense is, defense is solid. Yeah. Got some all-pros, Tufanga uh, at the safe, safety position, and uh, as I said, Bosa uh, led the league in sacks and just all along the front line were healthy. I like it. I like it. They look good in the second half. So it's going to be fun. It's going to take me back to my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there ain't nothing like beating the Cowboys, man. Hey, it's, it's... <laughs> from from the catch to, to now, you know, that's uh, that's 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 big time. So, again, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be crowing either way. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be nervous. Now, you know, Saturday – so this is what I do. I got nervous energy when the games are on. I'm not on Twitter being ridiculous. I'm mm-hmm. cleaning. I'm straightening up. Man. So I start cleaning because the Kentucky game came on early. Yeah. Tennessee. So I'm cleaning. And in my mind, I'm like, it's just Seattle. I mm-hmm. ain't got to worry about Seattle. Well, then at halftime, I'm like, all right, guess I got to get some laundry in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I was upset about the, the 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 Niners and the Seahawks playing uh Saturday, but to get everything out the rest of my weekend was great. Mm-hmm. The rest of my weekend, I was like, woo do 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 I, I might tune in to see, you know, okay, you know, the Giants won, okay. Then it's like, oh, we get the winner of the uh Buccaneers and, and uh Cowboys, okay, all right, you know. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. But let's talk about these cats. Absolutely, yeah. Have just... they righted the ship? I don't know. Hmm. I, I think you just have to take this season step by step at this point. I don't think we can read too much into it. Uh, last week was a bad week, as we were talking about uh, uh, last week. Uh, the loss to South Carolina on that Tuesday, that was just a dreadful loss. There's no other way to to dress that up. No. Mm. And then uh, the Kyle Tucker article about the discord between Mitch and Cal mm-hmm. and people choosing sides and Mitch is on KSR and it's, <laughs> it's just a bunch back and forth. There's a lot of people in the fan base that don't know how things work when it comes to fundraising and capital projects and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't think of a more satisfying win in Knoxville, especially with Severe not playing, Collins out. Uh, for me, I was like, I just want to see some fight. Yeah. Show some fight. That's what I said when I sat down to watch. It was 11 a.m. tip here. You know, I was like, I just want to see some fight. All right, it's at Tennessee. They were very, very good. I just want to see some fight. Get down yeah. eight nothing. I'm like, well, this is the opposite of what I said I wanted to see. This is not what I said. Uh-huh. And so 
then tied up at eight, then I think got the lead at 10-8. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, you could, but you could tell Wallace was not 100%. Right. And I'm like, okay. Then he got what's, power drive. what's plan B? Yeah, power drive by Plavich. Right. Make sure he wasn't 100%. We got tackled. So CJ gets going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's just, uh, not the arrow. Um, Reeves gets Reeves. going, Reeves. and it's like okay. And then we have that that small lead heading up to half. Take a lead in the halftime. It's like well, all right, got a seven point lead at half. This is great. This is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second half, Tennessee slowly chips, ties it. All right, you know the wheels are falling off. Y'all have given me what I wanted. Then I look up up by eight with three minutes left and I'm like they have to win yeah. because a loss under these circumstances is going to be more devastating than getting blown out yeah mm-hmm. right a loss right now is going to just derail all this hard work mm-hmm. and they found a way to win now you and I have talked about I don't know what the numbers look like I know against South Carolina we had three turnovers and shot 55% from the field and we're never in the game against Tennessee, like 19 turnovers yeah. shot 38%. Yeah. And, and one led for most of the game and led for most of the game. <laughs> right. And then it's it, the problem was Tennessee didn't play particularly well, but as I tweeted, they out here trying to commit insurance fraud and not focus on, going to the basket and shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. They looking for foul calls, looking for contact. That's no way to, that's no way to play. Yeah, you may get one or two, but that's just not a good way to play basketball. If they had just played straight up, Tennessee wins. They missed, they had 10 points and missed layups. Yeah. I mean, wide open. Ziegler. Trying oh. to make contact, trying to do all this extra. Just put it up there. Just put it up there. And the Cats did just enough to win. So Cats win. I'm elated. Big Blue Nation is elated. Uh, and Z, I like, I'm back to pumping my sunshine now. Mm-hmm. I tweeted out this team with the way they played, this is a second weekend team in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I believe that. You br- if the team is too talented to be what they were against South Carolina, even against Alabama, yeah, even against uh, Missouri, team's too talented for for that. So if they just play hard, I didn't say shoot well. I said play hard. Uh-huh. This team is talented enough just to play hard and get to the second weekend of the tournament. Uh-huh. Period. Well, then, you know, because y'all got the negative, folks. Oh, here y'all go. Think they're Final Four. Ain't nobody said that, man. <laughs> Ain't nobody looked at that Tennessee game and been like, way back. No. It was a good win. Yeah. A needed win. Mm-hmm. And it's always sweet when oh. Tennessee has uh, a retirement, Jersey retirement ceremony. You know, you know, I'm telling you like you don't know how they do when Kentucky come to town oh. and we walk out with the dub. That is so oh. sweet to me. Oh, man. They never learn. They keep bringing them back. You know, been there for most all of them. 
Like Dale Ellis, they did for Vanderbilt. So I wouldn't, but everybody else is always Kentucky and um yeah, so it's like you said, shooting shooting well and playing hard are two different things. They played hard, they they fought, like you said, for the full 40 minutes. Cause like you, I wouldn't wouldn't uh Expecting to win. I mean, it just I just couldn't, and I couldn't see it. Just the way they had been playing, the way Tennessee had been playing. Oh, uh, you know, Tennessee started off not shooting well either, and you know, still winning. You know, gun, grinding out games, and now three or four games before Kentucky comes to town, they're rolling, scoring eighty and all these points and. Yeah, beating South Carolina by 40, and then South Carolina comes up here and wins it. Right. Now we got to go four days later to not. I just, huh, I don't, as bad as I want to see a win, I hope I'm wrong, but I just didn't, I didn't see them being able to turn it around and do that in four days, and they did. Right. Uh, so, like you said, have they turned the corner? No, but are they, are they in the process of writing the ship? Absolutely. Even last night was kind of predictable to me that they come out a little flat after beating Tennessee on the road, get punched in the mouth for 20 minutes against Georgia. Those guards were doing whatever they wanted to do, getting to the rim, step back threes, feeling good. They was in their bag a little bit. You know, 42, right. 42 points in the half, just like South Carolina scored 42 points in the first half. But then, as we're talking about, you know, they, the cats come out and clamp them down, and you know, they had it was all they could do to get the 29 they got in the second half. So now they've stacked the win, they beat a good team on the road. Tennessee is a good team, that's their first win over a good team because Michigan isn't very good, and you know, Michigan State is. Struggling, you know, every good UCLA lost all those games. Go to Knoxville, beat a good team. You stack a Georgia win with Georgia ain't ain't chopped liver. They they had a good record. Yeah, they were three and one in the college yeah. coming in. So mm-hmm. then you get A and M coming in. Now you this you're in the process of building. You can't build anything without laying a foundation. And now we we got a foundation. And 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 that's that's part of it is you know. Anytime in life where you're struggling, sometimes you got to take a step back, you know, get back to basics and write the ship. This is this. I just want to share this about Tennessee. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep up with this because this is my favorite sports tidbit. In 1863, Abe Lincoln signed the executive order mandating that Thanksgiving be on the last Thursday of November. As of November 2022, that is 159 Thanksgivings. Yes, and with Kentucky's victory over Tennessee in men's hoops, that is 159 victories for the Wildcats over Kentucky. So you know the Tennessee folks like to make nobody beat Kentucky like we did. Yeah, great, great. But it is conceivable that someone in 1863 could have started giving thanks for a different Kentucky win over Tennessee and not repeat. <laughs> That's right. You got one for every year. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing more American than Thanksgiving in Kentucky beating Tennessee. Because you know Tennessee fans, all oh, y'all want it. No, it. I mean, you know, this game was as good as other Kentucky victories. 
but if something happens 159 times, that's not a fluke. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a weird thing. Uh, so I had to share that. But last night, uh, Cal, mm -hmm. I think he went the Phil Jackson route, put some stuff about Oscar out there. Mm -hmm. Oscar was in the gym like mm -hmm. he was last year. Yep. And Oscar Shibway, the defending national player of the year, answered the bell. Again, I don't know about analytics. I don't know how numbers work. 37 points, 24 rebounds is pretty damn good. And then Corey Price and Big Blue History yet going back, those numbers haven't been done since 1976. No, no, before that. Not in my lifetime. Let me find that. But my point is, Oscar's doing something. You got to go back to yeah. Dan Issel yeah. and those people. In my lifetime, and like I said, me and you old, like Tom Brady. Uh -huh. So that was a performance where you just say, I'm quoting my man, Bomani Jones, get on my back, boys. I got this. And hey, uh, you you can play that game well if it wasn't for Oscar. Well, look, man, if it wasn't for Jordan, the Bulls wouldn't have six champ. Like you can do that with anything, mm. right? Like I mean that. Like, yeah, if you you think that's a hot take that if you take the National Player of the Year off the team, it's different. <laughs> that's not original. Uh, but the good thing is, if you got them, it's great. Mm -hmm. I know you don't watch the Marvel movies. I'm behind. I'm, I'm behind. I've seen them, not the whole thing. I'm, but I'm with the Avengers, uh, before the big climactic fight, Iron Man's talking to Loki, and Loki's like, I've got an army. I've got this. I've got a... And Tony Stark just says, we've got a Hulk. <laughs> and so last night <laughs> against Georgia, as you said, we got shooters. We got people in their bag. Is like we got Oscar. Mm -hmm. We got Oscar. What are you gonna do about it? Not enough. So I saw in the second half last night in uh the entire Tennessee, the mindset is different. And again, mm -hmm. you, you can't quantify that. What does the mindset mean? Right? Like everybody's made a big deal about Cal playing uh the particular lineup. Mm -hmm. You know, with Wallace and Reeves and CJ. Yeah, topping uh, an Oscar. Topping an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Which, the number of people tell me it's very, very effective. But my pushback on that is, was Wallace ready? Was Wallace ready to step up and run the team as the dude? Mm -hmm. Conversely, we know, we've seen a lot of basketball, me and you, we can't just banish Severe Wheeler and just put him at the end of the bench. There's mm -hmm. going to be a game. There's going to be a situation where we need Wheeler yeah. to, to step up and do his thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to need that young man. No. So as coach, Cal probably could have put Wallace at the start, at the beginning of the season. But then you've lost Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the coach. He should. That's not how this works. If you work with people, you can't just be coming through like a dictator. 
even with your kids, right? Mm. With your kids, you can't just be you do the no, you I mean, I'm not saying you gotta explain to you, but you gotta you can't just be out here like, no, that's not how this works. No, it's not so, fantasy football where you just right and, and on the bench. Right. And that's where people lose. Like these are people, mm-hmm. right? You you've got to as a leader, you've got to work with. This is what's best for the team, and you've got to get buy-in. Mm-hmm. So, all these people think Wheeler's not going to play. That's not going to happen. Right. We're going to need it. Yeah, I mean foul trouble. Back spasm. We've seen, I mean, we've seen Wallace, you know, he was in the tunnel at Tennessee with back spasm. Right. So, so we, those two things alone say don't banish Wheeler. Even if it's clear the production is better, the team is ran better, whatever, whatever, there's, you know, there's still plenty of reasons that Severe like, can get in. Maybe, you know, fatigue, he might cramp up. There's all kinds right. of scenarios. To and, right. And and like you and I have said, I get it. Numbers, and I'm sorry to be harbor on the numbers, can can tell you only but so much. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you end up in a game like a Tennessee where you're not shooting great, you're turning the ball over, but you still have to find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Like you still have to get the job done. And maybe I'm coming from my 49er bag with Jimmy Garoppolo like – this dude ain't gonna do it, but we still gotta get out here and win, boys. <laughs> which is which is another thing. I'm Purdy, you know how I've talked about uh your quarterbacks gotta make throws. Mm-hmm. When it was 17-16 and the, the 49ers needed to tip the scales, he threw a a a, a nice ball to Juwan Jennings, and I was like, Oh. Mm. So it's not just he's not taking anything off the table. Yeah. He's putting some stuff on the table. Now I get what people are saying, like he's a rookie, yes. only gonna go but so far. And and believe me, I'm I get that. But the issue is he got so many he got so many weapons. Yeah. He, that that's that, the that's the issue. That's the beauty of this. You got he is a rookie. I I like Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. He was the familiarity, he was the but defensive coordinator at Seattle, so he's familiar with San Francisco. He was the head coach of the Falcons with Shanahan as his OC. So did this dude worked for him. So they know each other inside and out. So you got that dynamic. You know, they yeah. played each other last year in the playoffs. You think, I mean, Queen, you know, you, you get a rookie. You, you get blood in the water. You can confuse him and all that. But Shanahan, to his credit, man, if – if he ever, if he ever gets a Hall of Fame quarterback to to work with, because he's kind of had to mask weaknesses of right. Jimmy G. He's had to simplify stuff for this Purdy kid to to make it where he knows what he's doing and he doesn't get all deer in the headlights. So if if he ever gets a bona fide QB, Shanahan the way he does, I mean, I hate the 49ers, but He's a, you got to, I mean, his genius throwing it around a little too loosely, but if he gets a, if he gets a legit QB, I mean, look out. It, and it could be Purdy, man. Like, I'm, I, you know, again, he's a rookie. I, I get it. And he's going to have some bad throws. He might have a couple on, on Sunday, but it's yeah. the throws that he can make that I'm like, okay, that, 
That's the difference to me. And that's what we didn't have last year. And can Dallas, because Tampa Bay did not run the ball at all, Tom Brady, 45-year-old Tom, threw 66 passes Man. the other night. Now, y'all are going to come out and try to just bloody our nose and run it down our throat. We've shown a little weaknesses against the run, get gassed a little bit. So there's that. Dallas is out to prove that, hey, we can we can man up yeah. to play against y'all. It's so many. It, it's going to be it, – it's, it's, so be, it's, oh. it's the best game of the weekend. I'm already calling it. I don't even care who anybody else is doing because mm. I don't care. Uh, Bengals fans getting their feelings. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of common opponents. I was looking at the schedule. Y'all played the Commanders and beat them. Um, there wasn't many teams where there was similar opponents as far as Dallas and San Francisco. Y'all, uh, y'all play Washington, of course we do. And wasn't much else because um, I think y'all played Cincinnati last year. Or whatever. Here we go. 49ers, Commanders, Seahawks. Oh, Tampa Bay. Y'all beat Tampa Bay 35-7. to Dallas played Tampa twice. Lost in week one. Beat them in the playoffs. So that, I think that's the only common opponents for this this whole season. That was that was uh, Purdy's uh, coming out party. So we're going to keep bringing it back to that game. But back to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to take it game by game at this point. I, I, I'm not trying to get too far ahead. Uh, the good news is with the SEC being better, there's going to be there's going to be wins out there to get. Mm-hmm. And so you go to Tennessee and and and, and take care of business. Uh, there's there's not too many other places you can't go. Yeah, yeah. So you do, uh, and then you get them up here. We got Arkansas, who has had some struggles. I think they got a guy hurt or something like that, but it still will be a quality win. Got Kansas coming to town who just lost to Kansas state last night in yeah. Manhattan. So you, now you, you're in a position to, to make the most of those opportunities and give yourself a chance to win these quality games, get yourself off the bubble and all that kind of stuff. One game at a time, like you said, though. And the next one is Texas A&M who is, just tipped off against Florida right now. And I think that literally just started. Some dude just baptized somebody for Florida. Four nothing Texas AM. Speaking of baptisms, and we come back to Kentucky, but speaking of baptisms, John Morant against the Pacers the other day. Dude's different, man. <laughs> it it but with 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 Ja, uh the question always becomes longevity durability and yeah and we saw where uh like ai mm-hmm. you know russell westbrook uh blake griffin mm-hmm. guys like that where it's just this well especially like the small guys how many times can you fall on the ground you know in in, in you've got to be smart about it but how do you do that without taking away what makes you special as a basketball player? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the conundrum. But D Wade had that commercial about how many times he fell down like early in his yeah. career. Yeah, and then, you know he got to where he wasn't falling as much, and he got a 
fadeaway jumper, and he got he added some stuff to where you know. <laughs> well, you could you could thank the Pistons for MJ getting his <laughs> getting his fadeaway. Yeah, let's run this triangle. <laughs> I, I, and honestly, that was the the onus when Phil Jackson took over the Bulls was explaining to Jordan in great detail how the triangle specifically would keep Detroit's defense from being able to key on him like that. Mm-hmm. It was so it that that was his selling point because when Doug Collins got fired, you know, it was who's gonna come coach. You got Michael Jordan who's gonna coach. Mm-hmm. With Phil being on staff, he he did a whole big thing on this is how we're gonna beat the Pistons. So little little nugget there, but uh yeah, sure. We we started off this week uh, with the Lakers uh, taking a victory over the Rockets. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, we, our our teams is is back to back to playing, man. It's good stuff. I'm excited about this on weekend. The, I am on the 20th anniversary of Yao and Shaq playing each other yeah. for the first time. Yeah, where the where the, you know, the Rockets got that W, but yeah, Houston. What Lakers 140, Houston 132. And what was it? Jabari Smith was telling LeBron, hey, man, you play against my dad. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, I'm not trying to wade into the the greatest of all time discussion. Those whoever you rock with, you you you're on that side and there's no swaying back. And right. Forth. Mm-hmm. But I will say. Jordan, or not Jordan, I'm sorry. LeBron is different. We have never seen this before. Mm-hmm. And it's not just um, charity buckets he's getting. He's still doing things. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, he's not like when he was in Miami. Yeah, yeah, that was a decade ago, believe it or not, you know. And, yeah, it's not – but it's still not what we thought we were still going to get. Yeah. And yeah. so it's – for. I hope it forces – the Lakers' hands would be like, we got to do something to get him some help. Mm-hmm. He's still a huge star, mm-hmm. and he's still playing at a at a fairly high level. Because what? So, but Kareem at thirty eight was still like twenty three a game, but the and he wasn't ever mega explosive anyway. But you could tell. I mean, we you know he you know, the ball head and yeah, you know, the spot, yeah, all that, yeah, you know. You know the game against Boston where they, they thought he was dead, you know, did the Lakers get blown out? I'm look, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But right. then he came back with a vengeance the next yeah. game and yeah, it was yeah. MVP of the finals that yeah. But yeah. but Le, what LeBron is doing is just different. Yeah. And you ain't gotta like him mm-hmm. but still being that physically explosive yeah. explosive. That's it. And I get it. He may not be the best player in the world, but you ain't going too far down the list of dudes before you get to LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to still be, you don't you don't see him looking old yet, like we've seen. You know, Moses Malone at the end and guys yeah. like that, where you just hanging on and you know getting eight points and five. And he's not declined like everybody not else we've seen decline. Yeah, he's 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 gone down, but again, the peak was really was really really good. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, I hope the Lakers do right and, and try to do something. What that something is, I, I don't know. Mm. 
But uh, I definitely like to see. Don't don't waste LeBron like this. Some kind of mega trade, some kind of free agency. Do something. Uh, some kind of. Don't give him none of these young kids like uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, Tom, is he is he done done or just done in Tampa done? He's got to be done in Tampa. Yeah. But you know, some people are like, well, he could be going to San Francisco. No, no, <laughs> because I mean, if Purdy plays well. Sunday, mm-hmm. and then if they win on Sunday, Purdy Purdy's got to be the QB one when the season when he when it comes back. And what's what they doing with Lance? And got to trade him. Wow, I know Jimmy too. No, I think you keep Jimmy because his deal is very cap friendly and friendly to the team. I think you keep Jimmy as the backup and as- let Purdy go. Uh, you know, let Purdy do his thing. Oh, oh, let Purdy do okay. Let, let Purdy do his thing. You tr- you trade Trey Lance and you get because here's the thing, man. I, I get people start to say, well, you know, he could be a flash in the pan, maybe, but he he's played meaningful games since day one, since he came in against the Dolphins. The 49ers have been chasing that top seeding, mm-hmm. and if he plays well, Sunday. And we win and get to NFC Championship game, even if it's at Philadelphia or you know home against the Giants. I like that matchup. And so, if you've got a team, if you've got a quarterback that could take you to a Super Bowl on a rookie deal on a seventh round salary, yeah. Mm. Mm. Because that's been the that's been the the 49ers mo. I mean, you you, you look at what uh, Purdy's doing. Kittle was a late round draft pick. There's a lot of dudes we've been able to draft really really well. Man. John Lynch out there earning his money. Okay, which which has kept which has kept this thing going. And if if y'all do play Philly, let's see. Hurts. This is Hurts' first playoffs coming up too, right? He hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He just. So he's just as green as Purdy. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he played less playoff games than Purdy. Purdy already got more playoff games played than yeah. Hurts. Yeah. Mm. So if it if it if it comes down to it, and people, well, I don't know that. Yeah. Even if we get to the NFC Championship game, get to the Super Bowl and and lose, I think you still got to go with Purdy. Mm. Because we rock with Jimmy G, and that's what he did. Right. And and the brain trust is like, we can make this work. I mean, yeah, we went out, you, you, you make the trade for Trey Lance, but if you can do it with Purdy, because again, these dudes believe in what he's doing. It'd be like starting over, but starting over smoothly again. Right. That's not so, possible, but y'all might do it twice. So <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm on. Because I'm telling you, he's made some throws. I'm like, okay, all right. It, and it's it's the defense doesn't have any real disasters to overcome. I mean, remember Jimmy G stepped out of bounds against uh, Denver on I think it was Sunday night or Monday night football earlier this year. Right. Yeah, had that Orlovsky moment. Yeah. Uh, but but Purdy's not doing any kind of head scratching moments like that. So again, I I don't know what I but Brady is not coming to San Francisco. 
you you are not gonna tie your wagon to a 46 year old quarterback. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what Green Bay does. Like I've told you for years and years, I am so tired of every NFL offseason. The headline is always, what's the Green Bay Packers quarterback going to do? Mm-hmm. Is he going to play football? Is, it is so exhausting. That's where they are again. He's mulling. You see the little ticker to scroll at Rodgers mulling 19th season. Uh, you don't get up out of here, but uh, <laughs> I guess I, you know the AFC side. I don't know, man. Could be Bills, could be Bengals. I feel like nobody's really talking about the Chiefs. No, no, they're not. And Jacksonville going out there with nothing to lose because I mean, um, Peterson has been there, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. You got you know, nobody's going to give him a chance, but. I mean, I the Bengals don't overlook Jacksonville, Kansas City. Don't. The Bengals walked into there uh, last year and won. Yeah, we talked last week with uh, with Mo. Like, hey, so I, I think Kansas City's got a little bit of pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And isn't as much as you know, you roll your eyes at Burrow because everybody calls him Joe Cool. Isn't he three and zero against Mahomes? I think he's never it's something lost. weird. Yeah, it's, it's something weird like team, that. So, yeah. And he's not Joe Cool. Joe Montana become Joe Cool type of the third Super Bowl. So let's <laughs> it wasn't until Super Bowl 23 that he really became Joe Cool. So let's pump pump the can we get new nicknames? I feel like we just it started with a Danny and Tomlinson trying to mm-hmm. make him LT. Mm-hmm. Can we get new nicknames? I feel like we need new nicknames. Like, you can't recycle names. Like is it is it Chris Berman got to do that? And nobody else. I, knows. I mean, how would you feel if somebody else was too tall? Come on, we mm. done we done that, mm-hmm. right? That's true. But can't you just go get a another nickname? I, I that's that's the only thing I don't like. That one, Joe Cool's already been done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was it Joey B? It's something. Yeah, gotta do yeah, something. you got to do something. But yeah, it started with LT. Like what LT? LT, you know who the hell I'm talking. And late Thompson was great. He was, he was. But, um, yeah. he was. but you know he's you know pretty high on the list, Hall of Famer. You know, not the all-time leading NFL rusher, eighteen thousand three hundred fifty-five yards, MVP of Super Bowl twenty-eight, thirty carries, one hundred thirty-two yards, two touchdowns. Four catches for twenty six yards. Yeah, we we've heard the Jerry stats so many times. We got it. Let we let's go ahead. And let me just throw them Emmett stats out there because we've heard what Jerry did in Super Bowl twenty three. So let's go ahead and publicize the Super Bowl twenty eight five years later against the Bills out there in Pasadena. Uh, gave them their fourth Super Bowl loss. They they had hope. They were up thirteen to six. Daryl Talley, Bruce Smith thought they were going to do it. This is the one. They were up 13-6 and lost 30 to 13 for their fourth Super Bowl L. Emmitt Smith, the MVP, they gave it to him seven straight times on that drive and just ran him down their throats and took their wheel in the Georgia Dome, which ain't even us that ain't even there no more. But anyway, <laughs> these Mercedes-Benz Stadium or whatever now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> We we were there when it was built, and it's already blew up and gone. But whatever, <laughs> Atlanta just go through stadium. Man. I mean, you know, Turner Field was nice. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But hey, 
okay, we're in Truist Park now. That's how they roll. That's yeah, how, that's how yeah. they do. <laughs> so yeah, you have to get them image stats out there. You know, that's that's it. Hey, I, I I was there when he went into the Hall of Fame. I, yeah, you yeah. I was there. Ran into Jay Novacek. Man, you you picked the what a year to go. I mean, for Rice alone, it could have been just Rice by himself, and you, I mean, your day was made. But what a class! Well, it was about this time because I had been counting down till Jerry was eligible. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because you know it's five years after you retire, I think, yep. and like I think the question was because he was in training camp with the Broncos mm-hmm. for a little bit. I want to say there was an issue. Did it count? Did it not count? But they were like, no, he's eligible now. I was like, great. I signed up on the pro football website. All right, I'm ready to go when these tickets are going to sell. And I was like, ah, you know, then I, well, I was like, I got a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm looking, I'm like, oh, no, Emmett is also first time eligible. I'm like, oh, I got to get my ticket. It's going to be it's going to be jam packed, which it was mm-hmm. a lot of folks walking around uh, looking like you. Yeah, with the with the Cowboys and the Star, like okay, yeah, we see you. (laughs) (laughs) We roll deep. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I told you that I'm I'm excited because here lately the 49ers have started to travel really, really well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm gonna be part of that next year. They're coming to Minneapolis to play the Vikings that we talked about. So I'm excited about going and. Rooting on the 49ers in person, being part of that. On that note, we need to see as much blue in Levi's, Bugle Boys Stadium, wherever it is, Sunday, as there was red last year. Because you talk about how y'all travel. It was it was a bunch of y'all in AT&T last year when y'all sent us home for the playoffs. It was a it was a lot of 49ers in the building. Yeah. And they, fans. They, They've started to travel, man. It's amazing. Bang, bang, Niner gang, man. Hope we return the favor Sunday. Hope we see a lot of blue in Levi's Stadium. I had to think. It's not Candlestick Park. It's is, not, is, is Levi's. Sorry. not Wranglers, uh, Jordash Arena. Is, is, this, is, it, is this what we're doing? Is this how we're going uh, yes, to the show? Is this how we're going to do it? Kings Field. All right. Bugle Boy Stadium. Okay. Wrangler, Jordan Levi, Levi's right because Levi Strauss okay. he okay. made the things for the gold rush people, and they, yeah, that's, that's correct. The 49 that's 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 correct, sir. <laughs> that's correct. You are correct. <laughs> Good old Levi Strauss, gotta love him, man. Mm-hmm. Making them dungarees for the prospectors. <laughs> <laughs> dungarees for the prospectors, Levi Strauss. <laughs> Are you are you finished with your shenanigans and Tom Fuller? Be I think I might. All right, all right, but I, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. I'm gonna get lots of cleaning done. So you you clean as you watch. You don't. Yeah. You just. Hmm. I, I, I'm 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 moving. It's nervous energy. It's uh, uh, yeah. I'm 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 doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, but toward the end, I'll sit like I did for. Uh, the last TV timeout for Tennessee at the Tennessee game mm-hmm. when uh, I sat down and actually watched it, watch it. But for the most part, I got to be, I got to be doing something. And so yeah. that's every Kentucky basketball game. 
the big ones. The big oh. ones. Uh, oh. Last night, I was just kind of hanging out, and uh, I ended up watching the game on my phone because it went to halftime. I was like, okay, all right, I'll keep track of it. Then they started blowing uh, Georgia out, and I was like, well, I got to kind of stay put with what I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, the Niners game, that's going to be on the big on the big TV, and I'm going to watch that, and that should be fun. So, let's, Kentucky football, Lakers, how you do – I mean, Lakers playoff games you clean, Lakers regular <laughs> season games. Uh, really, honestly, not to – I, I want to say that for the – for Lakers, not too much because, well, it's been a while since we've had real meaningful games in the playoffs, right? That's you know, true. there was the bubble uh, mm. year, but before that, you know, it hit – golly, you know. We went through that bad stretch, so I would just watch, but I wasn't like. So probably going back to what twenty ten. Mm. I was I was I was a pacer, walking around during twenty ten. Mm. That, that, that's always the the only thing about the, it. It depends on the game when it comes to the Lakers because, you know, football. Hey, it's do or die, right? Mm. You know, Lakers the series. I'm not going to be too this this and this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember being devastated. We lost game five, the Jimmy Butler game in oh, the right. 2020 finals where he just superhuman. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we got it. Yeah, Four games to one. Oh, we got it. I'm just because you don't know. You know, you don't close out those games. You don't know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they came put them on them in the, uh, in the uh, game six. So Lakers not too much, but yeah, big Kentucky games. I'm, I'm, I'm I start out pacing and I start out doing stuff. Um, not so much Kentucky football, except like the Louisville game, because mm-hmm. that's one I we got to have. Yeah, we got to have that one. So that mm-hmm. one I'm pretty bad. Uh, Tennessee game, um, yeah, kind of those big games. I'm I got to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all follow us, but we got it scrolling. But for all y'all listening at Cats Talk Wednesday, I put a little poll out and you know, talking about stuff from the weekend, you know, the, the win over Tennessee, but and you know, how crazy the week was. You already mentioned Mitch and Kyle Tucker article, and you know, who hard he's still off Twitter, which is crazy. That's crazy in itself, but uh, a lot of stupid stuff came out. <laughs> of the game Saturday, you had Cal at halftime where he you know, he grabbed Holly Rowe by the shoulders. Holly did not seem like creeped out and all that, but you had that fake Twitter account that tried to act like a news account that said Holly Rowe and ESPN have sued John Calipari, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people hook, line, and sinker, bit it, and were appalled. So you had that stupidity, Cal getting sued. You had the handshake line where Josiah Jordan James comes up to Severe Wheeler and says, get healthy, bro. But everybody wanted to yawny and laurel it and say Cal's the problem. And so the poll was simply, which statement was dumber? The Cal got sued or the Cal's the problem? Got 11 votes already. 55% say Cal's the problem. 45 say Cal got sued. Both of them was pure ignorant. Why, but w- my whole thing is with these conspiracy theories. Why? Why would? Why would? Why would he say that? <laughs> you know, he 
first of all, he's in his own walls as a player, not listening to noise from Vol Nation, much less worried about what's going on with us. You know, you know people make these claims, you know, like last week with Mitch. And, you know, I've been riding with Mitch because I think he's done a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And so, well, he just wants to, you know, take Cal down. I'm like, so, okay. You're the athletic director of Kentucky. You know what the what the premier program is. So you are going to, to prove a point, handicap your best program, because why? If the men's basketball program burns the ground, you got to go. <laughs> so what? Am I, I'm like, am I missing something? That that's the questions I have. Well, why would he do that? Well, they don't like each other. But why would he? What? It doesn't. It it. It doesn't make any sense. No. To prove a to prove a point. Like you and your Katie get into a fight, so you're gonna burn the house down for to prove some kind like what that, that makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no it, it just it just doesn't. Mm. So I, I, I try not to um uh get into that too much. But as we said, mm. what was obvious this past week is people don't know how things work. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, well, do you disagree what, uh, you think Kyle Tucker's making it up? No. I think he reported the information he was given. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. What I do know is that two days after we were talking about uh, the uh, South Carolina game, all of a sudden we weren't. Right. Sure weren't. (laughs) Well, Kyle's got $30 million in pledges. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? Yeah, 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 I got you. That's not how this works. As on round of shots, Carrie Lewis, who works for fundraising for a university, these are the steps you have to take. It ain't just, yeah, I'm good for it. No, that's that's not how you break ground. That's not how you get plans done. Mm-hmm. That's not how you talk about stuff. Is Yeah, we, yeah, we got it. <laughs> uh, no, that's just not how it's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody reminded me, believe, you know, you don't care about anything but football and, and men's basketball. Great. Okay, cool. But Mitch's job, see, University of Kentucky is a state school. Mm-hmm. And there's th- this thing called Title IX. Mm-hmm. Title IX is not a suggestion. Title IX says you can't just give football everything they want and men's basketball everything they want at the expense of everything else. You have to invest. You have to do things for the uh, female sports. Mm-hmm. For the women's team, you have to. So, at any rate, hopefully we move on. Uh, teams winning—that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they are, and it was like you said, good to see. And, and as bad as it was. You know, with the you know North South Carolina and blown out of Alabama and you know struggling against every good team you play, you you still know 
the history, well, there's been struggles before and, and, and you know, didn't peak till late in 2014. And, and, you know, sometimes it does take longer and maybe that's the case. You got the talent for that to happen on this team. It's still looking bleak and South Carolina is still going to be unacceptable no matter what, because right. They, I mean, they got, <laughs> they got 40 piece before they play Kentucky Beat Kentucky, they got 40 piece again. So that'll never make sense. No. <laughs> How they want in referee. And, and, and it shouldn't, but sometimes, you know, you play enough games, yeah. you're, you're going to lose. So uh, so they, you know, you, those those who write him off that, well, this he's done, he's lost it, he can't get it back. You got those that never liked him anyway. And that gave them a chance to, to squawk and, and holler and, and let their feelings be hurt. But then here we are rounding back into shape. And Cal says a lot of stuff that makes you roll your eyes. But he did say be patient with his team and, and all this stuff months ago. And he's turning out to be right based on saying that. Sometimes he throws stuff out and you're like, ah, whatever, Cal. But, man, you're just talking crazy. But – the way this season's playing out, it's been right. rocky, and now it's they're starting to get their footing, and and you know, because it, it's all about trust. That's the biggest thing. There's no calculation for that. Do you trust your teammates? Do you trust what the coach is telling you to do? That's what it's all about. No calculate, no analytics for what uh, uh, yeah. numbers again? No, no calculation for that. It's is is like I explained to you about uh, Phil Jackson and uh, Michael Jordan. He MJ put his trust that Phil was going to get him over that hump against the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, his his biggest scoring performances were before that. The 63-point game was before that. Mm-hmm. And the triangle on Phil helped him be uh, more efficient. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, these kinds of things take time. And there's no, well, we have the defending national player of the year coming back and you know there's no recipe like that mm-hmm. you know teammates have to tolerate each other like you have to there's so many things that you have to figure out uh, so i'm excited again i don't know if this is a final four caliber team yeah. I, I don't know that i know and i still stand by what i said if they play that kind of hard like they did at tennessee and particularly in the second half last night that that's a that's a sweet 16 team yeah. And and for me, from where they were against South Carolina, Sweet 16, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would consider that a good thing. And where you were March Madness last year, Sweet 16 is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at it that way, a lot of people refuse to to look at it that way. They just want to like you they just not happy unless they're fussing about something. So. Yeah, it, and that's the thing too. Cal lost a lot of people when he called that draft night in 2010 the biggest night in Kentucky basketball history. And you know, with context, I saw what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But some people filed that away, yeah, to, to to be mad about, and they still bring that up. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, that that's the issue is some of the loudest voices now have been against Cal, but it's hard to yeah. be against him four Final Fours in five seasons. Like that, mm-hmm. like you, you, you can't just do all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think we downplay that. Mm. Yeah, well, that yeah, 
I mean, I, I still think because I see people, yeah, yeah, that was great. No, that was excellent. Mm-hmm. That was a rarity, even by Kentucky standards. I mean, championships get won, and that gets downplayed. So <laughs> if win number nine gets won, it, well, let's get ten. Time to get time to get double digits. That, you know what's going to happen. That's going to be narrative. And, and I've seen people, some people say, you know, with Cal, I've seen people say, you know, it's never going to be like this again. And I've seen people push back on that. And my thing is, I think that's spot on. Cal made the Kentucky program really, really cool. Mm-hmm. The the one thing about Kentucky from the 30s till Cal got here, we were very good, mm-hmm. won a lot of championships, had a lot of great players, but Kentucky wasn't the cool program. No. Right? We we I mean, think about the players that we've had. And they've all been great, right? Going back to Issel, going back to outside of uh Kyle Macy touching his his socks, <laughs> we Kentucky basketball was just bereft. That's my college word for the day. Bereft of any kind of cachet. Right? We didn't have, you know, MJ. We weren't, uh, didn't have the pretty uniforms and the great, great players at UCLA. Right? We didn't even matter like how UNLV mattered. Yeah. Under Tark the Shark, right? Mm -hmm. Or Michigan with their shorts and the the, the socks and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even Houston was five slam a jamma. <laughs> but Kentucky was just, we're going to beat you, which mm-hmm. is great. But it's very much like the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. The, with the Patriots dynasty that they had, Tom Brady's the dude. And what is it that you know about Tom Brady besides... He played football too long and he should have been a family man. There's, you know, there was Gronk, maybe, but your Cowboys way back when, oh, they had some style, baby. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they had some characters. Yeah. They, 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 it, you know, being a Dallas Cowboy meant something. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it, can, it still kind of does, but I think you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But with Kentucky basketball, we didn't, we didn't have that. Yeah. And then we got the John Wall dance. And yeah. then we got the bre- – like, we, we started having that na- – Kentucky was cool. Yeah. yeah. And we were always been – but we haven't been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, when you look at just, you know, from the players, we've had great players. And I'm not saying we haven't. But UCLA got Kareem and Walton. Mm-hmm. Right, like, uh, you know, of course, North Carolina got MJ worthy. Kentucky, when it comes to like, is AD in the NBA and uh, uh, Issel in the ABA? Is that is that about it? <laughs> so for all the success that we've had, we ain't had dudes. Mm. I know AD made the top seventy-five. But with some consternation, I mean, it wasn't like a shoe-in. He was going to make it. Yeah. So yeah. that that's my thing is we've done all this with not the best of the best. 
we've just had a lot of really good players. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all time great. Because yeah. I saw some, one of those things, been forever ago, countdown college basketball players of all time, and Kentucky fans are mad. And I'm like, I can't remember. I think it was Issel that was maybe in the 30s. He was a highest ranked Wildcat at the time. And yeah. it's like, you can't even be mad about that. Yeah. That's true. So when I say that to say, you know, yeah, if whoever comes again with Cap may not make it, who comes after Cal may not. I'm sure they'll have success. Hmm. I've, I've said that long term. There's nothing. I'm not worried about Kentucky long term. But I just don't think it'll be like this. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a I think that's a fair assessment because this this is a rarity. Yeah. But there, there's that. There's my two cents on that. Yeah. Another thing we got to hit on real quick too is we've been done with it, and now the NFL is finally done with it. No more Pro Bowl, like the game. They they went back to what going to be some skills competition and a, a flag football game with Todd. Still curious to see how invested the players want to be to even do that. But well, remember, Robert oh, oh. Edwards tore up his knee. Yeah, yeah. years ago with it. So mm-hmm. get, just give us some competition, you know, low risk kind of stuff because you can't play football half, half speed. speed. Yeah, you 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 can't. Mm-mm. It's not uh, it's not a, because football is made to be violent, mm-hmm. and you can't. You know, you, you can't half do it and make it mean anything. Yes. So, yeah. good good for them. Gone are the days where the, the dudes would just, you know, the Super Bowl champs, like Irvin would show up, <laughs> Rice would show up and, and be ready for real play a game. So, yeah. uh, it, it's for the best. Uh, you know, and as much as we complain about the Pro Bowl, it's always like the most watched <laughs> thing that week. I know, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's done. It's down there with the Heisman for me. I just don't watch neither one of them. You know, it's just, uh, you know. But people like it. Hey, y'all do y'all, and it'll get the ratings and whatever. Yeah, and, the, yeah. The Heisman used to have some cachet to it, but yeah, I could, I, I could, I don't think I could name the last five winners. <laughs> what, Bryce Young. The USC Caleb dude. Williams. Caleb yeah. Williams. Uh-huh. It's I don't know. Be quarterbacks, and I don't I can't even. Yeah. So mm. I, I used to be able to ra- rattle them all off, but Baker Mayfield won it, didn't he? Has that been in five years? Did yeah. He's Kyle one of won. Uh the dude, the little skinny dude for Alabama, Devontae Smith. He's yeah, on he won. Yeah. I'm cheating. I'm trying. Who's in the Heisman House commercials? That's the only yeah, one. <laughs> Cause just straight up, Doug Flutie. <laughs> straight up off the top of my head, I can't tell you by. But was he in that commercial? Yeah, Calmer. I mean, Calmer's in that Nissan commercial. That's the only reason I. But it used to be dudes. It used mm-hmm. to it used to kind of. It, it's it's almost like uh, the heavyweight champ. Yeah, I don't know who it is now. I yeah. have. I have. Is, is it Klitschko? I don't know. I don't know who the heavyweight champion of the world is. Mm-hmm. No clue. Yeah. And I remember it used to be, even if you weren't boxing, you knew who that was. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just it's one of those things. It's not it's not like it it used to be. Going by the wayside, boy. Sure is. Mm. Yeah, I think Kentucky beats A and M. Uh, they're beating Florida right now, but you know, I, I, like you said, the foundation, the confidence, the with this now we know what it's gonna take. Like Calipari even said last night, I believe in y'all. Y'all need to believe in y'all as much as I do. And and now it's starting to kind of see see it all fuse together. You know, they, they had their backs against the wall in Knoxville, came out swinging. They know, I think now they kind of, whatever he's been saying, maybe they hadn't been listening. Maybe, they, you know, okay, this is what it's going to take. Now we know what we got to do. And, you know, I'm not saying they're going to, like, you you know, take off and be a Final Four team, but now they know the, they know the process and know to be the best version of themselves. That's kind of like to say they know what they're going to have to do from here on out. And, you know, I did have this thought last night. This has the makings of 2014 as far as we are going to end up being underseeded. Yeah. And some t- higher seed is going to look and be like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, because that, that's what happens, right? When Kentucky gets underseeded, that and Cal says this, I agree. It hurts the team, uh, you know, that's kind of in the way. Yeah, it's supposed to be a reward. Man. Like, like that, like 2014, Wichita State should not have played Kentucky in the second round. Mm-hmm. That was unfair to them. Yeah. And you could talk about resume and no, no, no. That, that like, that, so K- Kentucky very well could be a team like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Maybe the NCAA was like, "That's what you get, Miss Marshall. We're gonna give y'all Kentucky when y'all don't deserve." <laughs> she was fired up in 2017 when we played. <laughs> that was that was that was something. But yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, Cats win. Hey, let's have a great game in the I- NFC divisional round. Taking it back to our old school. Uh, I do hope they wear those throwbacks though. Those pictures I sent you. I do hope. They- Throwback. Where are the throwbacks? I could, I, I can get with that. With, with y'all stars here. Oh, bring it back to the '94 game with the, with because they wear the drop shadow numbers, Niners. Let's let's. Since we're back to actually being scarlet and not this garnet color. <laughs> scarlet, not garnet. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, well, it'll be you know we'll sit back and. Have to be the last game of the weekend again. I had to do that last weekend. I had to wait for all the other games. Yeah. Uh, and have to do the same it's, thing Sunday. So it is I understand why the NFL does it because they don't they want to print money. But hmm. uh I, I just don't think the Monday night game, I, I don't know if that needs to be a thing moving forward. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, it's cool when you wait all weekend and, and you win it. That, right. that that was that made it better. Uh, but the Saturday Sunday, which you know now is that this was what super wild card because or whatever. So because <laughs> they had a Monday game, yeah. we know what you. We're not dumb NFL. It, ain't nothing super about it. It's, it's the same amount of games. What are you yeah, talking about? Exactly. Ain't nothing super about this. Yeah. So I don't know. They they think they marketing geniuses and like you said, they they printing up money because they they're so broke. They gotta find ways to print more money. But exactly whatever. <laughs> 
So, you know, wish you and, and the Niner gang the best and all the faithful to the Bay folks. So, you know, we'll, we'll see y'all Sunday and see what happens. Go Niners. All right. Go Niners. I'm going to have a have Mike McCarthy standing up there saying, how about them Cowboys in the locker room? That would be a nice – yeah. Since we're re- we rebooting everything, let's that's what's gonna reboot that. You gave your gave your props to Shanahan, but Mike McCarthy got to show me something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I even agree with that too. But it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I, I'm I'm not gonna do no crowing either way. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought I was telling the wife. I thought after last year, I thought I was very complimentary after that game. I was not being ridiculous to you after that game. No, you weren't. You weren't. I was now the Packers. <laughs> the good Lord and his glory knew that if the Packers got in and the 49ers beat the Packers, uh. <laughs> I was gonna give it to him, Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. I am sad though, because you know I did miss out on my uh annual beating the Packers in the wild card division dance. Which I made the 49ers team video last year. Yo. <laughs> with my dance, with my <laughs> with my dance. I, I made it six seconds in the video. So yeah. I mean uh, you and you know Kate getting up there with the Cubs and now you and the Niners, y'all just y'all just unbelievable, man. Y'all just Well, yeah. you know, it helped because she really didn't have an NFL team. Mm. Uh, before this, but it wasn't now she just decided right now to be a 49ers fan. So it wasn't like she just did it on a whim, but between uh, uh, Kittle, she started following Kittle on uh, Instagram and his wife, who's a Iowa former Iowa basketball player. Mm. They've been together a long time. Uh, and, and, uh, she, so she kind of likes, she likes that and, uh, she kind of likes that whole because it's it's really Iowa football. Our defense is going to beat you up. Offense is a little bit better than Iowa's yeah. offense, but we're gonna we're gonna beat you up on defense, and uh, and I like it. So so she's she's joined us. Fair enough, fair enough, and we just see what happens Sunday. In the meantime, another basketball game Saturday, and you know don't. Don't get too nervous and do too much cleaning, man. Just relax. <laughs> you come over to my house, you'll be like, woo, we are like, yeah, crazy game. Uh, but real quick, shout out to my man, Dave Little, Wu-Tang Dave. Mm. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, his mom passed away yesterday. And I'm actually flying in uh, to Kentucky to go to the service on Saturday. Um, so I'm going to do that. Great, great friend, great person. Like I told you before we started, we've been doing this. Uh, we've been friends since '97, uh, so that's uh, that's been a while. Mm. And uh, he's been a good friend, and um, always supporting, always uh, support this show. When I was doing um, um, uh, the post game ESPN Louisville, yeah, he called. He 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 was who I was on the phone with when I did the Halle Berry thing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know about the Halle Berry thing, this was the Georgia Tech game that 2019-20 year. 
Oh. And it was December the 8th or it was, and everybody else, uh, Jason, uh, Ince and uh, uh, James Strebel, they had stuff going on. They said, well, TB, you can do this by yourself. And I'm like, all righty, yes. And then it hits me as the game, I'm like, I don't even know how to take calls. Like, so I'm, so I'm talking. And in the studio, you have to, right? Use the in studio. the studio. In the okay. studio. So I got the producer showing me all this kind of stuff. And you've got to talk for a certain amount before Cal comes on with the post game. But it, it was just, it was Georgia Tech. <laughs> we won by nine or 10. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. It was, you know, what, what do you say? And so in my mind, I'm like, sometimes you got to be happy with what you get. What I said was, you know, you think Halle Berry going to come knocking on your front door, but sometimes, you know, you have to be happy with what you get. <laughs> what I said. <laughs> and my lovely now wife, I was like, there's no way she's listening because this is like 20, 25 minutes and she's not listening. check the phone all I get is all caps Halle Berry question mark and I was quiet for like five seconds which in radio time long time producers in the window like like, all right but anyway uh, but I knew I didn't because it was like December it was Georgia Tech I'm like ain't nobody calling in Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dave was nice enough to call, mm. and we just went back and forth and everything like that. And uh, uh, he's a good dude. We've been through, uh, as you you know, you're friends with somebody for 27 years, you're going to go through some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was there when my brothers passed and my dad passed, and uh, he came in uh, to Louisville before I moved here, helped me move some furniture at my mom's house. And uh, as they say, you know, real friends help you move stuff. Yeah. And so he came all the way in from Lexington, Lou will do that. So he's great. Um, and I'm going to help him with that. Like he's helped me. And that's what, that's what, that's what friends do, but appreciate you, Dave. Uh, Cause I brought this over here to show everybody what, what Dave got me for Christmas. Oh, the frame. Oh, I saw you take the, Talk about that. The frame, Jerry, right, boy. It, it's signed. It's it's oh. it's a yeah. And uh, I was like, man, you know, okay, because you know, I, I think the women, I think they give each other gifts usually for the most part. But I don't really give my dude friends any gifts. It's just like, hey, you know, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. All right, you know, here's a text. Uh, but uh, he just said, hey, you're my friend. Man. And and if anybody needed a Jerry Rice signed Jerry Rice uh, jersey, it was you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know that's just. Uh, but anyway, gonna gonna shout out to Dave and shout out to Michelle. Mm-hmm. I know she's going through with her son. She's been mm-hmm. messaging and and keeping up with the loop. And uh, basically, just to end, just be nice to each other, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if it was. I think it's been attributed to Robin Williams, but man, people going through stuff, man. People, mm-hmm. people going through things, uh, sickness, death, whatever it is. Just be nice to people, man. Like, cause you don't know. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that, uh, that, that 
because you don't know who's having the worst day of their life. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know. Um, so just be be nice to folks. Take care of your people. Protect, you know, got to do the Marshawn Lynch. Protect your chicken. <laughs> you know, I mean, mentals. Yeah, protect your mentals. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. Because uh, going through this life, it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. And, and when you find some friends you can be friends with, you know how it is that go way back. Um, that's something special. Like, hey, we've been doing this, heading into ten years. I'm ten, oh. eleven. I don't know. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure. But, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a check in with Dave. Get a good excuse to get a home cooked meal from Mama B. There you go. Yeah. For and, sure. Uh, and and everything, but yeah, Dave's a Dave's a dude. Dave's a dude. And, uh, diehard Kentucky fan. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the shoe guy. Because mm. he's single with no kids, so he's like, he's got these kicks, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I think we talked about this before we started recording about Dave and Janet Jackson. Yeah. Dave yeah. went to a Janet Jackson concert, I don't know, 97, 98, whenever she came through rough. I wasn't going to go because I ain't got concert money. Mm-hmm. They went. <laughs> and we was all hanging out somebody's house and whatever, whatever. And you're like, man, came back from the concert. It was the best concert ever. Said, yeah, Jim Jackson, pretty cool, you know, control, you know. He said, <laughs> I got on stage dance with Jim Jackson. And I said, Dave, you know damn good well. You did not get on stage and dance with Janet Jackson. Well, and this is for people our age, he got the pictures developed. <laughs> That's right. What you had to do back then, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, yes, he was on stage with Janet Jackson dancing on him. He tweeted it out a few a couple months ago. Couple oh, months he, ago. he tweets it out every now and then too, because it used to come up. We'd be sitting around, man. This that's some hot weather today. He said, "You know what else is hot? When you dance with Janet Jackson, that's pretty hot." Said, okay, he'll <laughs> <laughs> let you know every chance he could. Man, we got a cat struggling shooting from three. They need to warm up like when you was dancing with Janet Jackson. That'll warm you up. Like, all right, man. Not saying I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But yeah. we got you. We got you. That yeah, that that that's that's great. But mm-hmm. uh take care of your people. We're gonna have a great weekend. Beat Texas AM. That's right. And then um mm-hmm. it's gonna be back to what it was, man. That's it. On that similar note, I'm just going to real quick. I ain't not trying to be downing, but uh, can't not mention it. Just like Dave and Michelle that you mentioned, uh, our, our buddies, the KY Sports guys who've been on here with us, they did the crossover show where we were on the air with them and they were on with us. Uh, Bryant Stockton, the Stocktonian coach hurt. Stocktonian's mom passed away as well. I didn't see him post about it, but they had mentioned it on their show last week, and it's kind of unexpected, just like Dave. Um, I think he's 46, 47, a little bit older than us, but his mom, I think, was 18 when she had him, so she was like 64, 65, uh, passed unexpected. I think he like, had a, a choking incident or something like that and, and lost her unexpected. Similar to, to Dave losing his mom unexpected, so shout out to Stock Tony, to Dave, be safe on the flight back to the Ville. Tell Mama B hello. And uh, 
like you said, it'll be back to what it was, and and we'll we'll see the cats Saturday. We'll see Cowboys Niners Sunday. We'll talk about it all next Wednesday, man. So yeah, uh, gonna play our little way out here. Appreciate everybody that listens, that watches. It's on YouTube. It's on Roku. I'm gonna do one little commercial. We got some of these other podcasts on here. Snowman in the morning, Brian Snow. He's a 49ers fan as well, like you. Play their little promo, then we'll play our little outro, and we'll be back next week as TB flies his Niner gang paraphernalia stuff. So, bang, bang, Niner gang. (laughs) And on that (laughs) note, we'll see everybody next week on Cast Talk Wednesday. Step Tim Anderson, Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught! Debo Samuel with the catch! Michael Jordan can sense the throw just got the king! BS3 Network, the hottest of hot takes, the coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. <laughs>